0: Modern.
1: Modern. modern modern
0: modern we're prepping for a voyage modern the force modern. of an old-fashioned equals whiskey mass times bitters acceleration why
1: don't you make that a
0: double
1: modern bar cart
0: what's shaking cocktail fans welcome to episode 252 of the modern bar cart podcast i'm your host eric koslick Thanks for joining me for this year-in review episode, which is an annual tradition I like to uphold as we ring out the old year and welcome in the new one. Not only will we break down 2022 by the numbers, but we'll also look ahead to 2023 and give you a few things to expect coming down the pike. Also, as a little nod to the holidays and a fond send-off for this year, we'll hear from some awesome bartenders I interviewed before the McClintock Distilling Holiday Barroom Blitz a couple of weeks ago. This was a fantastic event where bartenders from Maryland came together in support of charities and showed off their mixological skills to a packed room of 200 cocktail enthusiasts. Honestly, this past year has been a bit of a relief coming out of the pandemic and being able to cap it off with this event was a really lovely symbol of things getting back to normal with live events. So stay tuned to hear from some really talented bartenders But for now, let's jump in to 2022 by the numbers. This past year, we had just shy of 95,000 downloads, which is about a 45% increase from 2021, where we logged about 65,000. So thanks to each and every one of you who contributed to that statistic. It's crazy to see the reach we're achieving in our niche. And I'm extremely excited to keep growing that impact year over year those downloads came over a span of about 46 to 48 episodes depending on whether you want to count the non-numbered ones this represents a slight dip in publishing frequency from 2021 but the big factor there is that i'm a new dad trying to figure out how to manage that tricky work-life balance and you know fun fact babies They're not always quiet when you want them to be, which isn't great for recording. But overall, I think we're doing pretty well if the frequency is only dropping slightly due to this massive life event on my end. Our most popular episode of the year by Pure Downloads is actually, for the first time, an audio essay that I wrote rather than an interview that I conducted. It's episode 227, The Margarita sweet Technology, which is clocking in at around 1,500 downloads, and that's followed closely by episode 223, Rethinking Vermouth, which is my interview with Burke O'Halloran of Rockwell Vermouth. My takeaway here is that sometimes you guys really do appreciate all the work I put into those audio essays, and I will say that if you haven't already checked out that two-part deep dive on the margarita, I think it's worth your time to go into the backlog and check it out. From a qualitative perspective, there's one big achievement we picked up this year that's completely new for the Modern Bar Cart podcast, and I'm pretty proud of it. We were selected a few months ago and completely out of the blue to be featured in Apple Podcasts' Mastering Mixology playlist. With the launch of Drink Masters on Netflix, as well as the pop culture Negroni Spagliato with Prosecco in it trend, you know that cocktails have been more on the forefront of the cultural conversation than ever before. So it's fitting that Apple Podcasts wanted to create their own tailored playlist on the subject, and I'm honored that they listened to our show and thought it was a good fit to be featured on that list for all to discover. This episode is brought to you by Near Country Provisions. Yep, you've heard me singing their praises for the past year now, and to answer a question I'm frequently asked, Yes, I still do a little happy dance when my monthly subscription shows up at my door on dry ice and in an insulated bag. I want to highlight a couple aspects of near country that normally take the backseat to their meat quality and their impeccable local sourcing, those being affordability and customization. I don't know if you've been paying attention to the price of groceries lately, but the cost of meat, even the factory farm stuff, has been skyrocketing. But because Near Country keeps things local to the Mid-Atlantic, your meat doesn't have to travel far, and it doesn't change hands half a dozen times before it hits shelves, meaning you don't have to pay for all those markups from middlemen. Every time I do a price comparison between Near Country and the grocery store, I'm blown away by the quality that I'm getting relative to the cost. And when it comes to flexibility, I've never worked with a subscription service where I have so much control. Let's say, for example, that you've got something against pork chops. Every month, Adam and his team send around a survey that allows you to say, Hey, I don't want pork chops this month. Or, I don't want pork chops ever again. Or, a more reasonable request, I'd love it if you could include pork chops in my delivery every month. Preferences change, diets change, and special requests and cuts are always on your mind at certain times of the year. And Near Country gets that. They bend over backwards to help meet your changing needs. Head over to nearcountry.com and enter the code BARCART, all one word, that's B-A-R-C-A-R-T, when you sign up for your subscription to receive two free pounds of bacon or ground beef in your first delivery. And believe me, you'll be glad that you did. Now back to the show. Next up, let's talk about what to expect in 2023. Well, the first thing I can say is that we're slated to kick off the year with a pretty big interview. This person has been on my bucket list for a long time now, and fortunately, the stars have aligned for an exclusive interview. I don't wanna spoil the surprise completely, but if you have questions you'd like to pass my way for someone who has opened world-famous bars on multiple continents and been honored with the cocktail world's most prestigious accolades, then, yeah, go ahead, pass those my way, and we'll see if we can work them into the interview. This person is a master of cocktail technique, the use of innovative ingredients from around the world, and sustainability, just to name a few areas of expertise. This person also has a six-syllable last name. That's the only hint I'm going to give, so go ahead and start racking your brains for all the hexasyllabic surnames in your cocktail Rolodex. More generally, let's think about what strides and improvements we might want to work on in 2023. Well, back at the beginning of the pandemic, I thought that live streams were going to be the way to go. So I went out, I tried to improve my video and streaming setup. We set up a Twitch channel and I did my best to throw a few events into the social media world where you could, you know, click on a link and join and watch the interviews live. Those were kind of flops. The reality is we're no longer in lockdown. People have lives. You don't all have endless time to just sit around and watch me do an interview that you could just as easily listen to on your commute or at the gym. I get it. That's how I operate too. So what I thought might be interesting is to shift the focus slightly away from live streams per se, and think about other ways to add value to the modern bar cart community. This could look something like a community Discord server where we can share ideas, cocktail recipes, bottle recommendations, and the like, or it could look like something else entirely. Ultimately, what I'm hoping to do is find more free ways to give all of you fine people value in 2023 and beyond. And for anyone in the distilling or bartending industry, I'm also looking into a couple fun ideas to foster community and find ways to help one another, but in a setting that's completely reserved for people who work professionally in the spirits, cocktail, and hospitality world. So if you have any strong feelings about Discord versus some other way of getting together in the virtual space, or if you've got any super sweet ideas about how the Modern Bar Cart Podcast can provide even more value in your life, I'd love to hear from you. Drop me a line in the standard inbox. That's podcast at modernbarcart.com, and I'll be happy to chat. Now that you know what's coming your way in 2023, I think it's high time we hear from some of the bartenders that helped ring out 2022 in fine fashion. We'll start with a little snippet from my introduction and then dive straight into the bartender interviews. Take a listen so let me tell you how this works we're gonna have two rounds this evening we're already enjoying your lovely welcome cocktail first round is going to be the people's choice round that means you're gonna have all the power you should have when you enter receive two tickets these tickets are all the power of the world tonight because you get to vote on which cocktails you enjoy the most you can choose to be really generous to one bartender dump two tickets into one Person. Or you can be a little bit more generous and kind of spread the love to your two favorites. And at the end of the people's choice round, we're going to tally up those tickets, and the two people with the most votes are going to be team captains in the secret ingredient round. This is like all of your favorite cooking shows where people get a mystery ingredient and then chaos ensues. But tonight it's going to be delicious, delicious mixological chaos. All right, Sergio, can you introduce yourself to our listeners? My name is
2: Sergio Fenton. I'm the general manager of Subway de Cuba restaurant in downtown Frederick.
0: And uh, so this is your first appearance at the uh, Holiday Barroom Blitz. What have you made for the opening round? Well, first I wanna say I'm happy to be here.
2: Thanks for <laughs> you guys to, for hosting this event and having us. Um, but we're using the gardener's gin for our cocktail. Very florable, also has like nice notes of fruit. And uh, I think what we brought is gonna pair nicely. It's uh, basically, we're using a ginger simple syrup, um, a fresh, freshly made strawberry puree made with just a ton of strawberries, um, fresh lime juice and a little bit of ginger ale, a little mint garnish.
0: Yeah, I saw a lot of mint on your table.
2: Yeah, yeah, just keeping it simple, but all fresh ingredients um, and
0: pairing it with, uh, you know, some really good locally made stuff so kind of like almost like a like a ginger garden smash thing going on yeah similar to like a gin fizz or, or something like that just with the fresh fruit yeah yeah excellent exactly. excellent tell me a little bit about like the the drinks that you guys are putting out at sabor de cuba
2: so we work with a lot of you know as many as possible the local distilleries we like to create stuff from scratch we make a lot of Um, infusions we make some liqueurs in-house we do a lot of traditional stuff that's you know traditionally cuban like very tropical style drinks that we use all you know fresh fruits syrups and and mixers and things like that that are made from scratch and uh so we just really pride ourselves on having that quality and, and maintaining that and it's actually pretty simple to execute that way too, Yeah. when you use all fresh ingredients, you can really make sure that the quality stays there.
0: Yeah, keep it fresh, keep it simple. Well, I didn't expect uh, the general manager of a Cuban restaurant to come (laughs) in and bust out the gin tonight, but I'm excited for what you're gonna put out and uh, best of luck. Thank you very much, man. Nice to meet you and
2: we uh, thank you so much.
1: So uh, the cocktail I'm doing tonight is uh, called, it's beginning to look a lot like punch (laughs) miss. Okay. (laughs) Which uh, you know my girlfriend came up with just the other day, and it's basically um, gin, Benedictine, lime, simple syrup, and mint. Okay, which is like a uh, old Cuban Southside kind of combination. Yeah, um, so it should be a crowd pleaser. I hope a little bit of a sour daiquiri style drink.
0: So Benedictine is is an interesting ingredient. I think it's one of the like I would call it like one of the lesser houses of the of the like uh, herbal liqueurs. Like, how do you, like earlier you were talking and I I heard you mention like Benedictine just like makes everything better. Like, how do you, how do you think of that? Like, what do you think is at work there?
1: Right. Well, it's just got so many nuanced flavors that blend so well with so many ingredients like the uh, acidity or the sweetness. It just blends right Mm -hmm. in the middle. Um, It's basically like the seasoning of any cocktail. Yeah. If you want, I mean, it's kind of a cheese. Well,
0: it is. And it's so fun. Like, can you think of any like classic cocktails where Benedictine is paired with citrus, though, because you're pairing it with, and you're putting it in a south side format. And, and I th- when I, th- I can think of a, th- a south side format and be like, right. OK, I could darken this with something a little yeah. bit. And exactly. that's what the Benedictine's doing here a little bit. Yeah. But like, what's the opposite of that saying? Like, oh, like a Benedictine drink, take like the Vucare, for example. I can't imagine dropping acidity into that and having yeah. it work as well. So like wh- that, that's just a crazy thing. Do you do that a lot?
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just like it's Amaro, which is so popular right now. And uh, it's way more of a crowd pleaser. It's a lot easier. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, typically, I, I almost, honestly can't think of another drink with uh, benedictine and citrus.
0: Either. Yeah.
1: So, so this is. <laughs> but I, I, I know it'll work. This is a it's been this tested.
0: Is, this is Damon Shattuck dropping some some real primo knowledge on all the home bartenders out there. I know I'm gonna go, and next time I have to make a drink for friends, I'm gonna bust out this sneaky little yeah. move. So, um, Damon, last thing before we let you go back and finish your prep here. Um, any thoughts on defending your title like any any thoughts on like uh, bringing bringing things back and representing this year?
1: I mean I've, cha- I've changed restaurants, I uh, went from vault which no longer exists to tasting room. Um, they told me not to come back and with dishonoring them so I'm gonna <laughs> do my best to win the title. <laughs> okay.
0: All right, best of luck, Damon. <laughs> Thank you. All right, we got a duo here from Agave 137. Why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners? Hi, I'm Anna. I'm the lead bartender there. I am competing in
2: the McClintock competition on behalf of the Ark of Frederick for kids with special needs. Awesome. It's something that's really personal to me since um a lot of my family has special needs as
1: well. Mm-hmm. And I've nannied countless children.
0: <laughs> so so you So a lot of patience. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Well that's a great cause. Mm-hmm. And we'll we'll come back and talk about your cocktail here in just a second. Cody.
2: Uh, hi, my name's Cody Tabor from Agave One Thirty Seven. Uh, I'm going to be here on behalf of the Trevor Project tonight. Um, I'm doing a twist on our signature margarita with
0: McClintock's uh, cucumber lime infused vodka that they age in, in Yeho tequila barrels. Oh, nice. Yeah, that I think I feel like that's one of their like sort of neglected um, bottles because they've got some amazing gins and some like really great whiskeys and stuff, and that. Agave Aged Vodka is just such a cool concept. Um, What are like, What? how does that kind of like map on with the the version that you do Agave?
2: Uh, So we are a tequila bar. So it's funny that you said that that was one of the more overlooked ones because that I think just because of what we work with normally was the first thing to jump out for Mm -hmm. me. Fresh lime juice, of course, being one of the key ingredients to a margarita. So the lime-infused vodka definitely caught my attention. And then when I realized it was aged in Añejo tequila barrels, it really just seemed like the perfect match to kind of bring over a little bit of what we do
0: and fuse it with McClintock spirit. Absolutely. That sounds delicious. Um, Now, Anna, what about the creation that you're bringing?
2: Um, I'm just doing a variation on an apple cider, a spiked apple cider. Mm -hmm. It's going to be with a homemade pumpkin syrup or apple butter syrup with orange blossom honey that I got from McCutcheon's locally.
0: Oh, yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. I love orange blossom honey. Mm -hmm. Just to add that teeny hint of orange without too much acidity to the beverage. Very nice. Very nice. nice. Uh, Well, I'm excited that both of you are here. I I love that we have a duo kind of working the floor here and uh, best of luck tonight.
2: Thank you. Awesome. We appreciate it.
0: Cody, why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners? Hi, I'm Cody Gillum.
3: I'm the bar manager over at JoJo's Restaurant Top House.
0: Awesome. And uh, so, this is your first time at the Barroom Blitz. What are you bringing to the table here? You've got you've to, why don't you start by telling us about your, your station setup?
3: So, my station setup is um, a little reflective of the cocktail I'm bringing. Uh, it's called the Pink Renaissance. It's a little bit more summer florally than for this winter time, just to give a little bit of pop of energy. Oh, yeah. uh, so definitely bring the pink theme through the table with nice pink fur carpet on there with a little bit of glitz and glam of disco mushrooms, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit of
0: fun everywhere. A little lighting there as well. Yeah. Some neon. Some nice ambient lighting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So talk to me about the pink Renaissance. What's, what's your spec? So it has
3: McClintock's forger Gin along with their Spice Pear Cordial in there mm. with a little bit of Aperol, lemon juice, pink peppercorn, simple syrup that I made. Oh, yeah. And then top it off
0: with a little bit of champagne. Oh damn, son! So we've got we've got kind of like like levels of spritz there. Yeah, we got some apérol, but then the pink peppercorn. Yeah, all right. Um, yeah, I think that's it, you know it's it's always interesting to me when we have an event like this and it's like the we're approaching like the longest evening of the year, right? Yeah. Robert Frost. Winter. Nice and
3: dark and cold. Yeah
0: and we have all these like beautiful, like bright, energetic cocktails. So I think it couldn't be more appropriate. I think people are gonna be stoked, not only for your setup, but for the cocktail, and I wish you the best of luck. Thank you very much. All right, Billy, introduce yourself, if you would, to our listeners. Hey, what's up? My name is Billy. I'm a
3: bartender at Union Mills here in downtown Frederick.
0: Nice, and uh, what, kind of, what kind of like cocktails are you mixing up over at Union Mills? Um,
3: We're doing a good variety, a lot of old fashions. We actually use a lot of McClintock's liquor. Um, it's also a wedding venue too. So a lot of like special ones, signature cocktails for weddings and different events.
0: now see that to me is a tricky thing, right? Because like, you know, do they usually bring the cocktails to you or do you ever get tasked with like creating the signature?
3: I'll normally have a meeting with them and we'll come up with something together that we could work that we can
0: put out for them. See that that that's definitely the way to go, because weddings are such like high stress situations. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. So can you think of a good like can you think of a recent one, one in recent memory that was like you were particularly proud of?
3: Actually, the one uh, we're using today, it's like a seasonal old fashioned do uh, a cranberry cinnamon simple syrup with a vanilla actual real vanilla beans in it oh beautiful
0: yeah yeah and so then otherwise regular old-fashioned build stir over ice ango garnish yep i saw you had some garnishes already prepped yep Got, got your garnishes already got, prepped. got your me's you're you're rocking the me's buddy yeah
3: <laughs> for sure <laughs>
0: um all right man well uh uh if anybody wants to set up their wedding here in Frederick. They know who to come and see to uh, create their custom his and hers or couple cocktail. And uh, best of luck tonight.
3: Yeah, man. it's is uh, Union Mills Public House. You awesome. can look them up on Facebook.
0: Cheers, brother. Thank you, man. So after meeting all these fine bartenders, let me tell you how the event panned out. The runner-up in the People's Choice Round, narrowly beating out the previous champion, Damon Shattuck, with his Benedictine citrus concoction, was Sergio Fenton from Sabor de Cuba, and by far and away, the People's Choice winner of the evening was Billy Enser of Union Mills Public House. He was serving up an old-fashioned with some really nice walnut bitters, and people were going gaga for it. Each of these gentlemen became team captains, and Billy had the advantage because he was the winner of selecting which of the two mystery ingredients for the next round that he most preferred to work with. Those mystery ingredients were a bright, snappy verjus, which is the juice of unripe grapes, great for creating citrus-like effects in a sour cocktail, and black strap molasses, which the fine folks at McClintock Distilling were able to turn into a simple syrup for easy mixing. So we had one very bright ingredient lending itself well to sour drinks, and one sweetener with some smoky, slightly bitter notes that could go in almost any direction. Billy jumped on the verjou, which he turned into a delicious whiskey sour, while Sergio went in a more tropical direction using the blackstrap molasses syrup in conjunction with pineapple and cream of coconut in a painkiller rendition that would ultimately make his team the winners of the secret ingredient round. I gotta say, I love cocktail competitions like this. They're tricky to pull off, there's a lot of moving parts, a lot to manage, but if you've got a great team like the bartenders you just met and a great venue like the one at McClintock Distilling, then you can make a lot of guests very happy indeed. Definitely hit me up if you need any advice on setting up a cocktail competition in your neck of the woods, or if you're in need of a goofy but lovable MC to run the event for you. And to all you listeners out there, I wish you a safe festive end to 2022 and an excellent start to the new year. Cheers. This episode was made possible with editing and sound design by Samantha Reed, cocktail insights courtesy of a bunch of wildly talented bartenders from Frederick, Maryland, and a little bit of interview magic by yours truly. This has been a Modern Bar Cart production copyright 2022.